But one thing that I noticed was, of course, the geese poop like everywhere in that picnic area, which is just something that if you have Canadian geese in your region, everybody struggles with. Well, I was like, oh my gosh, there's no geese poop. This is so nice. I remembered that from last time. So I actually mentioned it to the manager. I was like, so I thought I remembered there being like, and he's like, oh my gosh, we are fighting it so badly. We've gone, like we've they're like- spraying. Like, and they're spraying. And some all natural, it's natural spray like they're maple using. syrup stuff. He was <laughs> saying so, yeah, that, like, something it odd that works. And he's like, they hate maple syrup and they do this like maple syrup scented, whatever. Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jeremy. Authors of Where Should We Camp Next, a 50-state guide to amazing campgrounds and other unique outdoor accommodations. Almost 12 years ago, we bought a pop-up camper that changed our lives and introduced us to the joys of RV travel. Join us now as we talk about where to camp, what gear to bring, and the best food to cook. We will also keep you dialed in to the latest RV innovations from people in the know. So pull up a chair and join us around the digital campfire. This is the RV Atlas. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the RV Atlas. Today, we're coming back at you with another campground review because you ask for campground reviews, you want campground reviews, and we give you campground reviews. And guess what? Yogi Bear is back in New Jersey. <laughs> You're so relieved. It's been hard. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. There was a dry spell. <laughs> He's in New York. Yeah. He's in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania Delaware. Delaware, Maryland. Yeah. Hasn't been in New Jersey for a while. Yeah. So we have a fresh review for you today of the Jellystone Park in South Jersey, which is really basically brand new. It's not a brand new campground, but it's brand new as a Jellystone. But before we do that review... Why don't we catch up on a couple just big announcements of of stuff we've been up to? Stuff Any, that anything you want to share, Jeremy? What have you been doing? Well, I actually uh, did another show for Go RVing, another YouTube-based show for Go RVing, and they also put it up on their Facebook page. It's called Let's Go Camping with Go RVing. There are eight episodes. They're all out right now. So go to Go RVing's YouTube channel, and you can watch all eight episodes. And in each episode, Sean, the camera guy, and I go to a different type of camping location, like State Park, National Park beach camping, resort camping, and we give tips and tricks for making the most of your stay at that type of campground and that type of camping experience. And there's a Jellystone that appears in one of those videos. Jellystone Mill Run, yeah, which um, is one of my favorite Jellystones it's in the country. It's one of the boys' favorite, too. It's funny because it's not one of the ones... I don't know. It's like it has some like the old school yogi stuff. Like it has like the water slide that's been around for decades. Since 1979, (laughs) I think. Since the late 70s. And that like off-road ride up into the mountains. It's unlike and it's really unique. It's really unique. It is a unique Jellystone. And and this Jellystone Park, South Jersey is going to be really awesome too. It's awesome already. It's going to get even better. Um, There's other news though that I don't think we've mentioned yet. On the podcast this summer. I can't imagine that's true. I think it's true. Really? Okay. We have not Feels, yet. Yeah. Okay. We have not yet announced uh, the publication of our fourth book. Yeah. Well, in this day and age, right, everything's like fast and furious and you 
you know, turn in a, you know, YouTube show for Go RVing and it's up online that summer. Um, and books are a little different. So it's hard for me because I feel like we're sharing news like too far in advance of people being able to actually get the book. But you can pre-order right now, amazingly enough. So the book is... Go Where ahead. should we camp next? National, National parks. parks. So um, our last book, Where Should We Camp Next, was all 50 states. And it was like organized by state. And within the state, it was like some of the highlights of camping that's available there. Um, and also some of the highlights of things to do in that state. Uh, so this one has a focus on national parks. Now, it is not like just every single one of the traditional top NPS sites. It's not like that. What we did was Though actually- we have all of the top ones. Yes. It's not all national park designated units. Right. So we also decided what we were going to do is focus on the ones that are the best for camping. So we went to national lakeshores and national monuments and national- Bat- historic battlefields. Is that what they're called? Wait, National There's Historic Battlefields. There's a ton of designations. Yeah. So we really, the seashores, we really focused on all of the MPS designations and picked the ones that were best for camping. Right. Like for us, like Gettysburg is yeah. a great camping destination, right? Yeah. Um, though it's not, I, I don't think people necessarily associate it like as being a national park camping trip, right. but it is. It is. Yeah. And also, right, one of the favorites for us to do was the New York City, you know, um, designated sites like the Statue of Liberty and Ellis Island. There's and like ironically, there's fun, park sites. yeah, there's fun places to camp uh, right nearby, which a lot of people uh, have been on the show to talk about in the past. Now, Stephanie pointed out that like we're announcing this, the book does not come out till April 2nd or 3rd. Yeah. And, and frankly, I wouldn't even necessarily want to announce it right now, but our publisher is in charge of when it goes up for sale. So like well, it's right. sitting so there it's a, on it's Amazon sitting there, right So we feel like even though it's early to announce it since it's not actually going to ship out to anybody until like April 1st. Uh, we feel like we have to say something because it's out there in the world, able to be pre-ordered. You can pre-order it right now, but don't get mad at us um, because you get impatient and well, you don't and get it till April. If you pre-order it from Amazon, you do get the lowest price guarantee. So like if it's a higher price now and then it goes on sale for three bucks less later, you'll get that better price. And it also, does help us to pre-order. Yeah, it does. And also we promise that you will get any pre-order specials that come out. So if you pre-order now and we announce some pre-order special in January, February, March, you know, like that's just like we've done part a, of the, a, a mug. Yeah. Or we, a map. We've done it in the past. It's just part of book sales these days. And if we do that, you'll be eligible for anything that comes out, um, even if you pre-order now. So, so pre-order now. So pre-order it's a nice now, thing to do. Yeah. It's a it's yeah. a it's a vote of support for our books. And we we super duper appreciate but it. But the book is done and handed in. And so for us, it's like I think We're it's done. really, really good, <laughs> good too. Yeah. I am proud of this book. Like, I feel like you could do your national park camping trip planning for years and years to come with this book. So you're going to want to grab a copy. All right, we're going to come back in a second. And we have a fresh campground review of the new Jellystone Park in South Jersey that we just visited recently. And we had a great time there. We're going to give you all the details about this Jellystone. But first, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Blackstone. The sound of bacon or burgers and steaks sizzling is the sound that you crave this summer. Blackstone is the original flat-top griddle with more than 5 million griddles sold. Blackstone is the way that America cooks in the great outdoors. You can cook everything you can on a traditional grill and a thousand things you can't. Do you want an incredible breakfast? 
How about lunch or dinner? The solid steel flat top infuses the flavors. Pick the size and style that's right for your next camping trip. The 17-inch and 22-inch griddles are easy to store in your RV and still have the space to feed the hungriest army. They even have 17 and 22-inch griddles with side burners for greater outdoor cooking versatility. With Blackstone, you can cook anything, anytime, anywhere. For fun and flavor that you can't find anywhere else, go wherever griddles are sold or head on over to blackstoneproducts.com because it's better on a Blackstone. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I am here with Stephanie, and we are talking about the brand new Jellystone Park in South Jersey. Now, some of you may already know this, but this campground used to be called Hospitality Creek. I think it was just at the end of last summer that it switched over, or it might have even just officially switched over with this camping season. Yeah. But some of our New Jersey friends, Andy, I'm thinking about you, um, had camped at Hospitality Creek, and it was a good campground already. Like okay. It really was. But I think it's going to be a very small portion of any of our listening audience that did know Hospitality Creek, because I, I say this because if we talked about some campgrounds, maybe like in Cape May or, you know, some other ones in New Jersey, everybody would be like, oh, yeah, I heard about that one. But Hospitality Creek was really a largely seasonal campground. I The numbers were staggering in terms of the numbers of seasonal sites versus day stay. You maybe know, 90% stay. seasonal. I mean, it, it was like when the manager actually said the number to me, I was like, stop, that's impossible. There was such a small handful of um, overnight, you know, place uh, sites that you could get in the campground compared to the seasonal um, sites. So we had been there when it was Hospitality Creek. And I, I definitely knew it was a strong seasonal presence. But I didn't realize the extent to which really, that was the kind of vibe that was there. It's people from maybe the suburbs of the Philadelphia area, you know, the southern Jersey. And this is their seasonal campground that they go to. It's a weekend retreat, you know, and they go and they hang out at the lake and the pool and everything. So, um, you know, it probably has flown under the radar even more than many campgrounds in New Jersey. I think that's exactly right. And I I, I don't know what the exact strategy is of the owners of this Jellystone Park franchise, but they are certainly going to be creating creating more accommodations for people that are just coming in for the night and for the weekend. And I think that percentage of seasonal versus versus transient camper will change quite a bit. I think so. And I also, this is not coming from, this is just me guessing, right? Based on our knowledge of the campground industry, there is a lot of room to grow this campground. It's a lovely property that has a lot of space that to me doesn't look as developed as it could be. So I have a feeling you're going to see more overnight sites, um, you know, transient sites as they might be called, which sounds weird, but, and I think you're going to see a lot more cabins. Oh, and I think there's only two cabins there now. (laughs) Three cabins. There's a handful of cabins. I think that's the first thing that I think we're going to see is a cabin village, right? Because it's just such an important part of a Jellystone experience. And they have the open land to to do yeah, that. It looks obviously. to me like they do. So we'll see. Those would be my big guesses. Okay. Now, so we went there when it was Hospitality Creek. We come back now as a new Jellystone. And there were just a couple changes that we noticed um, that I think that are worth mentioning because it's kind of funny. So the old Hospitality Creek had what I would call... A very dangerous rope swing into the lake. 
Um, we, you know, we joke about ways that 1970s childhood every once in a while appears in different places. <laughs> this was definitely like a 70s. Yeah, this was definitely a throwback to a oh different God. time when there were just different standards of what constituted dangerous. <laughs> oh, well. Should have let go of the rope swing. <laughs> so we, but what was funny was we were debating as we were driving to this Jellystone whether the rope swing would still be there. And I was like, boys, I don't think the rope swing's yeah, going to the be there anymore. There. So it's not there. But the diving boards were there. So they have True. these diving boards that are off the docks out into the lake. And that is definitely a holdover from a different time. The diving boards were still there, which, of course, for our children who, you know, are just evil Knievels on a daily basis, like, they were just – they were thrilled to see diving. They hate the fact that there's so few diving boards. That's why they always have to jump off rocks everywhere. So they were on the diving boards the whole time we were there. Doing yeah, and we'll talk about all the fun amenities in the lake and everything. The other thing that was noticeably different that I just – I feel like we have to mention and something we've talked about in the past. When we went to Hospitality Creek last time, the place was filled with political flags and political signs. Mm -hmm. And that's something that Stephanie and I have talked about, how like we don't like and I, I really don't want to see that when I go camping. I feel they're divisive and I feel like camping something that should bring us together. And it and never existed before. Like that's yeah, the thing. It's, a it's new like, thing. let's be honest. Like, Nobody ever did that before. And then all of a sudden now this is like modern life and it just stinks, right? Yeah. Like and, and so ugh. that last time we were like, oh my and fly your American flags, you know? Like like but when I'm camping, I don't want to I don't want to have the political flags all around me. And and this time we pulled in, there were none. So I think the new corporate owner I and well, I'm, not, I'm not speaking online. for them, but no? I I think, yeah, I think you, that they well, have a policy. I'll speak for them okay. because they've spoken for themselves online. There's actually an online policy about the flags, and it lists exactly what flags are um, allowed to be flown. And it is like the American flag, the Palmyra flag, the um, uh, armed for any like armed forces, like Navy, whatever. Like it lists out the flags that are allowed to be flown. Um, and I think that that's great. I think it's great too. And like when, when I'm camping, like you're all my people, <laughs> you know, like I want to, I want everyone to be there getting along together. So I was, I was really pleased with that. Now, so the location, the location is it, it, like, it's weird. It's kind of, in one sense, it's in the middle of nowhere in Williamstown, New Jersey. It's in South Central New Jersey. So in one sense, like there's really not a lot around it immediately. Except for RV dealership. Oh, our Whitehorse <laughs> RV. Hey, throw them a plug. We love Whitehorse RV. Um, and they, they, in the past, they've provided, they've worked together with the Yeah, they'll do little way. like mini RV shows there, I think. And park models <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know if that's still going on. But then in another sense, it's actually, as Stephanie mentioned, really close close to Philadelphia. So mm -hmm. I think that you're just about uh, 30 minutes to Philadelphia. So if you're looking for a cool campground and you're in the, the Philly area, this is really close for a weekend away, but it's it doesn't feel like it's close to Philly at all. It's going to be pretty close to Atlantic City also. like So it's kind of like right there in the middle off the Atlantic City Expressway of like the Philadelphia area and the Atlantic City area. Yeah, so there's things to do regionally. Like if you want to go to AC or go to Jersey Shore beaches or go in in Philly and do some history, you could definitely day trip from this campground. But this is destination camp. Right. This is yeah. supposed to be a place where you pull in and you don't leave until your camping trip is over. And that's, you know, a lot of Jellystones kind of follow that model of destination camping where it is your vacation uh, and there's plenty to do there. So let's talk now about like the physical setting of the the campground. Now, because I'm from New Jersey, 
I can say this without people from New Jersey getting mad at me. Um, this campground is surprisingly beautiful for South Jersey. Yeah, and well, I'm not insulting South Jersey. Oh, yeah, please. Every Like you live in New Jersey, you got to take the good and the bad. And this South Jersey area the is like that pine land. Scrubby, sandy it's pine scrubby, lands. sandy pine lands. I mean, it is just, it is what it is. Don't come at me. We've lived here our entire life. It's the pineys, right? So this area, what happens is like you go in and there's the lake there. And it's really, it doesn't feel... Pinelands at all. It's a beautiful it's really lake, nice. and 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 we New Jersey like we don't have a lot of beautiful no. lakes well, in New we Jersey. We have the beach. That's what we are. Yeah, the beaches. But this yeah. is and it's and a lot of campgrounds in South Jersey have like little tiny air quote lakes. Yeah, <laughs> but they're not really lakes. This is actually a pretty big lake, and you actually get a breeze off it and everything. So it is called Crane Lake, and that sort of transforms the whole campground, and it dominates the scenery and the setting of the campground in a really really nice way so when you pull in you immediately see sort of the beach area and this picnic area and the lake and what i think is really cool about it and this is i don't know if i've seen this anywhere else at a campground it almost looks like a state park there are dozens of picnic tables right ringing the lake so that you go and you can bring your cooler and your food and you can people grill there mm -hmm. so it's like this state park vibe right on the lake but it's a jelly stone. it feels exactly like a state park it even has like the old like it like a cabiny feel to the building that's there with the grill and the camp store and the bathrooms and the lockers like everything about it does absolutely feel that way of course the kids loved that there was a snack stand and ice cream stand right there and i like that you walked up to the window so because everyone's soaking wet yeah so just like a line of people with wet dripping bathing suits ordering lunch and ordering ice cream it's a comfortable place to stay for the day i would like to mention that there was a big difference in the cleanliness of that area from this visit and last visit so it was nice last time and i don't want to like dish on hospitality creek because we had a really nice time there and the boys really enjoyed it but one thing that i noticed was of course the geese poop like everywhere in that picnic area which is just something that if you have canadian geese in your region everybody struggles with well i was like oh my gosh there's no geese poop this is so nice i remembered that from last time so i actually mentioned it to the manager i was like so i thought i remembered there being like and he's like oh my gosh we are fighting it so badly we've gone like we've they're like spraying like, and they're in some natural it's natural spray like maple using. syrup stuff he was <laughs> saying so, yeah, that, it was like, something it odd smelled. that works and he's like they hate maple syrup and they do this like maple syrup scented whatever so i really just noticed that difference and then confirmed that they were actually making an effort in that area which is nice okay so there's tons of stuff to do right along the lake and that is sort of like the absolute center of the campground so they have what is known as a wibbit which is like an inflatable obstacle course with slides and really really fun and i think the boys probably went out onto the wibbit like five times a day yeah, it was slides and a little like um, swing and a trampoline. And so there was lots of room. There was things that younger kids could do out there. And there were definitely things that older kids could enjoy, like the higher slides. I would say that if you have super, super duper young kids, like under five, you are going to want to be on the Wibbit with them. Like this is not like there's a little area that they have near that's more shallow. This is in deep water. Like it's 
you have to swim out to it. You're not reaching around the Wibbit and the kids have to swim around and climb up to get on it. So it is something if you have really young kids, you have to be prepared that like either they may not really be able to enjoy the Wibbit or you're going to have to do it with them. And I think that you could, you can all, if you don't feel comfortable yourself being on the Wibbit, <laughs> like when I went on it, I fell off a few times. Um, you can just swim out to it and sort of swim around. There's like a nice swimming area around it and you could monitor the little ones from there. Uh, but the Wibbit was a super, super cool feature. There's also tons of kids fishing around the lake. There's canoe rentals fishing, there. Fishing, not necessarily catching. Yes, there was a lot of fishing. And our kids, too, were fishing all weekend. I don't know that they caught anything. Though the manager swears there's fish in the lake. All right. I was thinking maybe maybe we do a little stock up at some I, point. I, it I might be a good idea. Maybe the new owners could really stock it for, for next year because it's such a lovely place to fish. Um, and then there's like a playground in this area now there's a lot more stuff there too all right we're going to talk about all the amenities at that at this campground but we have to stop and take a second for a sponsored message from our friends at camp spot let's face it summers weren't meant to be experienced sitting at a desk or staring at a computer screen it's time to call time out camp spot is here to help camp spot is an instant booking platform for camping across north america featuring over 140,000 campsites research and book the best campgrounds rv parks cabins glamping destinations, and more to find your time out. Whether it's your next epic adventure, girls' night out, or family reunion, CampSpot lets you filter your search results by the type of getaway you want. Browse by location, price point, site type, amenities, and more. CampSpot also offers premium inventory, real-time availability, and no membership fees so that you can find the best sites at the best campgrounds for the best prices. Picture it now. Fresh air in your lungs, cool breeze in your hair, warm hugs in your soul, and that grounded sense of self you'll only find when you spend time out. Book your spring and summer camping trips now. Find your time out. Find your CampSpot at CampSpot.com. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are here talking about the brand new Jellystone Park in South Jersey. And now it is time to talk about the rest of the amenities at the campground. And besides the lake, which is sort of a major, major feature, there are two really, really nice pools. Well, yeah. So one is a pool. Right. So it's an actual pool with, um, you know, like areas to swim and with adults that can be able to do that. And then the other is more of like that splash ground kind of a situation where none of the water is more than like three feet deep at the most. There's the areas with like the little lily pad obstacle courses that the kids can do. There's a little area that kids can like create a little whirlpool in. And then there's lots of splash features that kids can kind of play around in. So they're very distinct areas. And it's really nice to have an area that's perfect for kids and an area that is more of a relaxing traditional pool. I also like that the traditional pool is right on the lake and it has a really pretty gazebo area that's looking over the lake. It's very scenic and, and nice there. Yeah, it's a lovely setup. So you have lake, pool one, pool two. Now the two pools have a very controversial and interesting bring your own chair policy, which I have never seen at any campground. I don't well, think. it was a holdover. I actually asked about this. I was like, was this in place or is this? So this is a holdover from Hospitality Creek. Apparently Hospitality Creek 
did not have chairs at their pools or their splash pot. And anybody that wanted to go there would have to bring their own chair, like their beach chair or their camp chair or whatever. And it's very interesting because this directly addresses something that is super problematic at campgrounds, especially with seasonal populations, is that a pool area will open at, say, 9 or 10 in the morning, and a million people in the campground will rush in and put down towels on chairs a limited chair area. And the people that come in for a swim feel like they can't sit anywhere because people have laid towels down and gone back to their campgrounds <laughs> or their campsites. It, like they're not there. It drives me crazy. Yeah. And honestly, like it, it is just selfish and obnoxious to be frank. And like, I think that so many of our listeners have experienced this. Like you walk into the pool area at a busy resort type campground and you cannot find a chair, yet all the chairs are empty. Right. Nobody's actually sitting there enjoying it. It's not like there's people that are in the pool and they just have their towels in the chairs. It's just people camping out, you know, staking out their zone for the day. And it's a kind of a problem. Some campgrounds address it different ways, like with signs or whatever, but it's it's tricky. So this, I think, was just like, hey, if you want to bring your camp chair and you want to park and claim your site, that's fine. It's your camp chair. So like somebody else can bring their camp chair and put it there. And in a way, it kind of brilliantly solves that solution. And then on the other hand, it's a real pain to have to bring well, your like chair. We walked up, like we walked <laughs> up the first time and we like had forgotten. Yeah. We were like, oh, we don't have chairs. And then also yeah. the loungers are nice. Like at a nice pool, it's nice to sit in, in one of those lounge chairs by the side of the pool. And like you're not going to bring your own lounge chair. No. Like your people are bringing their camp chairs. Well, I was bringing my like beach chair. So at least that felt a little like more loungy. But at the same time like i was bringing we were kept going back and forth between the lake and the whippets and the pools of course because we have kids and so you back and forth back and forth and i kind of kept carrying my chair back and forth and that was obnoxious so there was like ups pros and cons to it i like the fact that i could get a chair there because it was mine but then like it was kind of like less resorty if I were a betting person, I would bet that the next time we arrive at this campground, there's going to be lounge chairs. Well, and and like cabanas for rent yeah. and things like yeah. that. I, th- I think so. I don't think it's going to, I don't think it'll last either. But be prepared I think it's if a, you go. <laughs> I think it's a cool idea. I mean, ideally you have chairs provided by the campground and people don't take them for the whole day if they're not using them. But then also like to have a campground employee like policing lounge chairs, like, oh my God. Like, are you really sitting there? Like, oh gosh. Who wants to do that? Like, it's terrible. Yeah. Okay. And nobody ever wants to move anybody's stuff. Like, sometimes you feel like, you know what? I know nobody's here. But then you're like, wow, that's the kind of stuff that leads to... Like like, barroom brawls at the the Jellystone Park. Okay. There's a really nice camp store that's connected to the, um, the snack stand. And we needed we had an injured child several weeks before who was still having to like wrap his leg. So I needed Neosporin at at one point and it just cracked me up. I went into the camp store, which they already have filled with all the great yogi merch, and they had a really nice section of medical supplies, which sort of cracked me up. <laughs> like, you know, if somebody gets hurt, they have everything you need right there in the camp store. Well, it has more of like a summer camp vibe to it, this place. So maybe they're just like really prepared for that. Now, one of my best memories from this three-night trip was the fact that this was 
Theo's debut in the pool after two weeks of not being able to swim because he had stitches. And he was on crutches still a little bit um, for for this trip. But finally, he reached that point where we were able to unwrap and uh, let him go into the pool. We put a waterproof sock on it, which didn't exactly work. Um, And the the smile, because he had been tortured for two weeks, like his brothers are going to the beach, his brothers are going to a friend's pool. Now, here we are at Jellystone Park. Like the kid had to get in the pool and the smile on his face when he went in the pool after two weeks in August of not being able to swim, I will never forget for the rest of my life. Okay, so let's talk about the RV sites. All right. So that was like, you know, a lot of the amenities, a lot of the stuff around the lake and the pools. Now, the RV sites here are really genuinely really really nice and this is one of the reasons that hospit that, that people that went to hospitality creek loved hospitality creek because the sites are big they are shaded and they are pretty darn nice yeah these are some of the honestly the most beautiful rv sites um available in new jersey like and and i say that without a <laughs> question the ones along the lake like it is very hard we don't have like a lot of rv sites that are um beachfront in new jersey right we don't have that kind of beach camping so the fact that you can be on a site in new jersey here that is really right up against the water and they have these little waterfront areas carved out so that you can actually fish right there you can launch a kayak you can i mean it's just really special and it it is a like differentiator, you know, as they would call it marketing from a lot of what you can get in other places. And the sites that we think are the nicest are sites 35 to 54. So there's not exactly hundreds of sites along the lake. It's a small number along the lake, but they are gorgeous, gorgeous sites, as Stephanie just described. And the sites that are not on the lake are still shaded and they're pretty big sites for a private resort style campground. Yeah. I mean, and there's a, this is an older campground. I don't know if they're going to change the way that a lot of the sites are laid out, but if you look at a map, you'll see there, everything is very different, right? Like depending on where it is and they're just kind of like sliced and diced throughout the campground. So you'll want to take a look at the map before choosing an area. That's a good point. And the waterfront sites are all really, really different sized. And uh, even the and, way you and, pull and, your rig in is Yeah. Different. And some people might want to be more over by the recreation area where if you have, sometimes it's really nice when you have eight kids of a certain age, there's a whole row of sites that's right across the field where, you know, the volleyball net is and the kickball court is and the gaga ball court is. Like that whole area is away from all of the pools and the leagues. And if you've got kids that are 9, 10, 11 years old, you might want to be just parked up against that field so that your kids can be playing those activities the whole time and you can be right there monitoring them. At the end of the trip, I kind of realized that our kids had not gone over to that area once, which well, surprised it was 100, me. Yeah. Why? It was 100 yeah. degrees out. I mean, it was just we went during a really, when I say 100 degrees, I'm not exaggerating. It actually topped out at 100 one of the days that we were there. It was a very hot, long weekend and you just do not go and play kickball 
when it's 98 degrees. <laughs> it was it was a swimming trip for sure. So the sites are nice. As we mentioned, there's only a couple cabins right now. There are RV rentals right now, and they are actually now renting a house across the lake. It's a house that two families could share that had belonged to the owner's daughter. And it actually comes with a large golf cart. And it looks like a really, really cool option if you don't have an RV or if you just want to do something different one weekend. All right. So um, we're going to come back in a second and wrap up our review of Jellystone Park, South Jersey. But first, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Thetford. Did you know that Thetford's Porta Potty is the original and best portable toilet? It is designed with a modern appearance, an ergonomic carrying handle, a standard lid latch, and it is durable and easy to use. There is also a removable seat and cover for easy cleaning. It also has an exclusive rotating pour-out spout, a piston pump flush, and its sealed valves keeps odors in the holding tank. Its easy-to-read level indicator tells when it's time to empty. A deodorant sample is included, and Thetford's Porta Potty comes with a three-year warranty. For easy transportation or storage, also make sure to check out the Porta Potty carrying bag. Thetford also recommends using liquid holding tank solution like Aquamax Summer Cypress Scent in your Porta Potty. Due to the size of the Porta Potty, the liquid will get the job done faster. To view their complete lineup of products, please visit thetford.com. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are just wrapping up our review of this Jellystone Park in South Jersey, this brand new Jellystone. I'm so glad that Yogi Bear is back in New Jersey. My big picture on this campground is it's only an hour and 15 minutes away from us. And I'm thrilled to have a Yogi Bear that we can go to every summer for like a three night trip and kind of add that to our camping arsenal within our state. Because to be frank, there really is, there's not a lot of great camping in New Jersey. So this is a very, very welcome addition. Yeah, the boys already were just like, oh, this is good for like, when can we come back? When can we come back with friends? This is definitely the kind of place you go with a group of friends and the kids have fun playing the whole time and you have fun chilling and hanging out. So this is one of those places you put in your regular arsenal. (laughs) Yeah. And and like I said, you know, we typically have to go up into New York or out into Pennsylvania. So this is just this is a great one for us. And I think it's a lot a great one for a lot of people in the tri-state area. And I I think that you're going to see it become more. It's really not yogified at this point. Um, They just did a very surface (laughs) area like, okay, the basics like put it like putting in a gem mining, I think, or like there's some little tiny little activities that they were able to add. I think that we're going to have an entirely different picture. Yes. And if you listen to this and you go now, like you go to this Jellystone in September, Stephanie's point is very valid. It has not been fully turned into a Jellystone park yet by any stretch of the imagination. There's the Yogi statue when you pull in, the Yogi merch in the store. And of course, Yogi's there at the campground, right? Uh, But you're going to see more and more things added and um, maybe we'll see you there or we'll just see you at the campground see you at the campground a big thank you for listening to this episode of the RV Atlas and a big thank you to our sponsors to Neighbor the Thetford Corporation Camp Spot Yogi Bears Jellystone Park Camp Resorts RV Snaphead and Go RVing to find out more about the topics discussed in this show head on over to the RVAtlas.com And to join the friendliest group of RVers, head on over to the RV Atlas group on Facebook. If you enjoyed this show, please consider leaving us a review over at iTunes. And we'll see you at the campground.